0: Um, it's wonderful when we can gather together to worship God. I know this is a little bit of an unusual sermon series that we've been doing. I haven't really spent a lot of time in the stories about the birth of Jesus. Uh, we've tried to weave those in, but uh, I thought that what we would do this Advent season is to think about some of the things that we're going to be doing throughout the course of this holiday season and then to consider how we might season those things with the flavor of Christ. And so you might remember that two weeks ago we talked about giving and we talked about how it's important to give with the generosity of Jesus, that that Jesus has given us so much that uh, we should be grateful and thankful for that. And that should affect the way that we share gifts with God and with other people. Last week we talked about greetings and we talked about how that during this season we get stressed out and sometimes when when we see people and when we talk to people and have conversation with them, that we're not always Christ-like, but that it might be important for us to be mindful of, of the importance of greeting one another with expressions of God's love. And so today we're going to talk about gathering together because so many of us will be gathering together with friends and families and with parties and whatnot. And so we're talking about gathering together with Jesus near. So what I thought I'd do today, I thought I would begin with a little quiz. I don't typically do this often, but I I have some questions for you that I'd like for you to raise your hand if you think you know the answer, okay? Uh, Do you think you know the answer to who are the ten wealthiest people in the world at this moment right now? Does anybody raise your hand if you think you know those ten, okay? Um, uh, What about, could you name the last Ten Heisman Trophy winners. Raise your hand if you think you could name. Okay. Oh, not doing so well. Um, what films have won the last ten Academy Awards for Best Picture? Surely somebody here could figure that out, right? No? Okay. Um, who are the last ten winners of the Kentucky Derby? No, Nobody? Okay. Okay. Um, who are the five most recent Pulitzer Prize or Nobel Peace Prize winners? Boy. Okay. Well, let's try another quiz. You didn't do very well there, but that's okay. Grace abounds, okay? So um, here's another quiz. Um, because, see, the answers to those other quizzes represent the very best in their fields, and you failed miserably at that. But let's try this. Let's try this, another quiz. Do you think you could name five people that you enjoy spending time with? Better. Do you think you could name five people that have taught you something worthwhile? Good. Can you think of someone who comes to mind because they let you down when you needed them? Yeah, the rest of you are lying. We've all been let down, haven't we? (laughs) Um, Can you think of the one in your family who's most likely to cause a problem when you gather together for Christmas? Yeah. Point to the one if they're right next to you. No, No, don't do that. Well, I ask you those two sets of questions because it is so much easier for us to be mindful of And remember those people who are very close to us in life. You know, I ask you those questions about famous people who are at the top of their fields, and unless you're just a really big trivia buff, you're not going to know the answer to that. But when I start asking you questions about uh, the people that you will be around, the people who are around you, or the people that you will be around this Christmas, you are able to immediately call to mind those people who. Um, have made a profound impact in your life in a positive way and 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 the people that have influenced you negatively um it's just the season you know it's the parties have started in earnest if you haven't already been i i've always invited to more parties than i can say yes to during this season of the year so many people Uh, choose to have a party on the same night and so I just go with the person that asked me first I had two Christmas parties of two Sunday school classes this past weekend and um, some of them acted really nicely and and um, and then some like John Christopher stole my good gift last night at Dirty Santa and I didn't get it back and so I told him I'm going to remember that I'm 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 going to hold that grudge for a long long time but We're going to gather together at parties and and there are going to be people that we enjoy spending time with and there are going to be people that, that really make it difficult for us to spend time with. You know, there's chances are if you have a work party that there's that one person that you work with that is so annoying that you really hope they don't show up, but not only do they show up, but they're drunk and that makes it even worse. And there are going to be people that you have to go and spend time with that you don't necessarily want to spend time with. You may be divorced and you have to go and spend time with your ex for the sake of the children or for the sake of the family. Uh, You might have to go spend time with your outlaws, I mean your in-laws, and you, you, you really don't want to spend time with them. Uh, You might be in a situation where there are people in your Sunday school class that you don't particularly like, and, and yet you have to go and you have to spend time with them outside of Sunday school for like two or three hours at some sort of Christmas gathering or party. For many of us, this is one of the most stressful things that happens during the course of the holidays is because we have to spend time with lots of people that we typically don't spend a lot of time with throughout the course of the year. And even if your family's wonderful, even if everybody gets along well in your family... You take a bunch of people that haven't been together for highly concentrated periods of time in a long time, and you put them together during the stressful season of Christmas, and there is a really good chance that somebody's going to say or do something that aggravates or that uh, agitates uh, us or angers us. It's just the nature of the beast. And so, Paul has some words for us as we get together and as we continue to gather with people during this holiday season that I think might be helpful. He says in verse 2 of chapter 3 in Colossians, Set your mind on the things above, not on the things that are of earth. And so, as you gather together with these people over the next few weeks, um, and and you worry that you're not going to be able to be as nice and as kind as you'd like to be, then begin by setting your mind on things above. That is a great, great place to start. Paul also says that we need to rid ourselves in verse 8 of anger, wrath, malice, slander, and abusive language. Do not lie to one another, seeing that you have stripped off the old self with its practices. And so when you gather together and you begin by looking and setting your hearts on the things above, then there's some other things we need to try not to do. We need to try to withhold our anger and, uh, and not slander and not be mean-spirited to people that are around us. And instead, Paul says this in verse 12, that because we are God's chosen ones, Holy and beloved, we should instead seek to clothe ourselves with compassion and kindness and humility and meekness and patience. Bear with one another, and if anyone has a complaint against each other, forgive each other, just as the Lord has forgiven you. He says in verse 15, that we should let the peace of Christ rule in our hearts. And he says in verse 16, that we should allow the words of Christ to dwell in each other um, richly. So when you gather together with your folks this year, here are some things that I think might really speak into those experiences And what might that look like for you and for me? Well, it might look like that um, we try intentionally to connect with someone that we really don't like and seek to spend time with them and seek to see the Christ that is in them. Because as Miss Nancy said in her children's sermon, we are all created by God in the image of God. For you, it might also be that... uh, being the one who initiates forgiveness in a relationship that's been fractured. Look at what role you played and why that relationship is not what it could be and not what it should be. And be the bigger person and go and apologize for the role that you played in that relationship. Another way that it might look like is don't take the bait when that one person that we all thought about a while ago that's going to say something or do something at our Christmas gatherings. Maybe they're talking about religion or politics or they're just trying to say something to get under your skin. Don't take the bait when they do that. Bite your tongue. Seek to have the peace and the word of Christ to dwell in your hearts. It may be that as you gather together that you light a candle and that candle uh, reminds us of the presence of Christ. And whenever things start to get a little sideways with your family or your friends, you can just simply point to that candle and say, remember, Christ is present in our midst as well. Don't underestimate the power of Jesus that Paul talks about in Colossians today when you're encountering bitter and sour and difficult people when you gather together this Christmas. Keeping a spiritual focus is so important in every aspect of Christmas, but especially when we're gathering together with others that get on our last nerves. And so we can keep that spiritual focus by staying grounded in God's Word Uh, by doing as Paul says, by singing songs and hymns and calling to mind scriptures and psalms that would guide us in the way that we should be with those that we gather with this Christmas. And as you gather, remember that Jesus is with you because the One who came still comes and the One who spoke still speaks.